Hello, welcome back to Rom Comments. It's a podcast where we talk about romantic comedies, and I'm here once again with my co-host, Chris Calandro. What's up, Chrissy? What's happening, King? I am feeling all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you feel me, baby? It's our first McConaughey oh, sighting. Yes. First McConaughey sighting all season Loud and clear. long. Feeling good. Feels good to see see Mr. Matthew McConaughey out in the wild. Sure does. Potential potential uh, governor of Texas, Matthew McConaughey. Wow, is that true? He's thinking about running. He's about running. I know running. he did go to the University of Austin or University of Texas at Austin. And as always, we're here with producer Jim. What's up, producer Jim? Hello, hello. Thanks, uh, thanks again for including me. Uh, Jim, you should you should throw a third hello in there just for the honor of. You're so welcome. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, this was a this was a fun one, honestly. I have to agree. This week we went ahead and. You know, it's the 10th episode of the podcast. We're doing 10, 10 episodes a season. So we went and we watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, the 2004 instant classic. One of the one of the most iconic rom-coms of the 2000s, I'd say. How'd you guys like it? I thought it was all right. I thought I, thought, I definitely thought it was fun. It had its moments, yep. you know. I think mm-hmm. I think it was like definitely quite formulaic. Because there's a lot sure. of a lot of things we saw in other movies we watched reappeared totally. here. A mm-hmm. lot of a lot of journalists, a lot of characters that are journalists. So many. It felt like almost like uh, it was really close to thirteen going on thirty in a lot of ways. Yeah, but minus the time travel and the yeah, yeah pedophilia. Or what there's pedophilia. there's always there's always there seems to be uh, we had a lot of characters basing their relationships on. Um, Lies, which is mm-hmm. a common thing lies in rom-coms. And, and journalism. Lies and journalism and deceit. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, no exception, but except I think the difference this time was both characters built their uh, foundation on a bed That's of true. lies. Right. And yeah, it was a fun movie. It was a fun sort of battle of the sexes uh, mm-hmm. rom-com. What do you think about it, Jim? Yeah, I, I thought at first, so I didn't know anything about it. I'd never seen it before. Okay. And at first, I was a little. It was a little bit hard to. I don't know. It's hard to follow because the plot is so stupid. It's so. It's so stupid. Absurd. For being like so predictable, it's like there's a lot of moving parts <laughs> to keep in, keep track of. And so once it it got going, I was I was all in. You're and, on board. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I yeah. I was I was with it. I was I was laughing. I was. Oh, I laughed. I was enjoying the rom and the com. Yeah, you know, I it's been a while since I've seen a McConaughey movie, and he's good. He's he undeniably good. good. He is good. The guy yeah. is good. Let's let's give it up for the for Matthew McConaughey right yeah. now. You want to make fun of him, but then like you actually see him because he is like an idiot, like in real life. You know, oh, like sure. he won yeah. an Academy Award and thanked himself first. Like <laughs> you know, he's he's just like kind of like a dumbass, but he's he's actually very good. He is he is a really good actor. Um, uh, I, I was just like on his Wikipedia, looking at his his uh, filmography, and uh, I honestly haven't seen most of his movies. He did he 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 did like in the, around this era, he was in like a stream of rom coms, and it kind of like solidified him as like a heartthrob, uh-huh. and almost like typecast him. I think in that role for a while. 
but he did yeah wedding planner with j-lo uh how to lose a guy in 10 days failure to launch which i think was also kate hudson and him fool's gold which i've literally never heard of and ghosts of girlfriends past those are all in like an eight-year span but i haven't seen most of those well for those who haven't seen this movie maybe we should just get right into it and give it a quick recap the quick synopsis is what's what's matthew mcconaughey's character's name again ben is it ben? benjamin yeah yep. benjamin ben. all right benjamin so we Barry. got uh our girl kate hudson playing andy right yep. so she is a writer for a women's magazine so it's sort of supposed to be like a cosmo type thing yeah. uh she writes a column and a how-to column and it'll be like how to get out of a speeding ticket how to uh you know just sort of like trivial shit she wants but she she went to columbia journalism she has a master's she wants to be a hard-hitting journalist but they say no you know this is this is you write a puff piece you write the back page of a magazine here that's um right you're just selling advertising space so her coworker, her friend, played by the immaculate Catherine uh, Hahn. Fantastic I was about, actress. I was about to call her Goldie Hahn, but it's Catherine Hahn. <laughs> Goldie Hahn. I know. I like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Catherine Hahn, who we love. who we, mm-hmm. we, we, we I love her. I think gives Judy Greer a run for her money in terms of supporting. We stand a queen. Yeah, she's so fucking good. Actually, I think Catherine Hahn's kind of moved into a starring role in, in, in 2021. You know? I know. I feel like lately she's, she's quite revered. She's awesome. She's so good. I feel, I'm, I'm so she's glad she's finally getting her uh, due. Her, For her, sure. Because, like, I think she was recently... What was that movie with her and Paul Giamatti? It's a Tamara Jenkins movie. It's called Private Life. It just came out a couple huh. years ago. I heard it's really good. I'll check it out. Check yeah. it out. I think Tamara Jenkins is maybe from Michigan. Oh, cool. It doesn't so, matter. So anyways, continue, so, continue. So, Catherine Hahn is her... What are, there's, her there's another friend, too, who I don't recognize. Um, Her name is... Anna Parise, I think. She's Anna from, Parise. like, TV. Okay. Yeah. Who, who she never made it. Sorry. Sorry, no. Anna. She's um, great in it, though. She's really good in it. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> so Annie. <laughs> Annie. Annie. Sorry, Annie. So, our girl, Catherine Hahn, she uh, is, like, always in these... She's just, like, is bad at romance because she comes on too strong. She makes all mm. these classic mistakes. She tells people she loves them after the third date. Right. You know, things you wait to the fourth date for. Long story short, they kind of pitch. The idea gets sort of tossed around in a staff meeting of writing a column of, like, based on her experiences about, like, you know, how not to be when dating. And the column, B.B. Newworth, the Fraser alum B.B. Newworth, is, uh, yes. is the editor. And sort of the idea of how to lose a guy in 10 days is conceived of. It's put into action. And Kate Hudson's character right. is going to charm a man and lose him within 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then, simultaneously, Matthew McConaughey... Playing a man all named right, Benjamin. All right, all right, all right. He's a motorcycle driving, advertising. The man's man, isn't he? Man's man. He's a man's man. You know, he, there's a lot of basketball in this movie, which I liked. Uh, which was yeah, also I really appreciated that. As we well. would agree a major continuity error because the Knicks and the Kings, Knicks and Kings, the Knicks are okay this year, but the Knicks and Kings, I don't think, have either one of those franchises have been in the NBA Finals in like 
I don't even remember when. I, the Kings probably was it never. supposed to be the finals or just the playoffs? Oh yeah, it's supposed to be the finals. Oh okay. But where was I? So he wants to move out of sort of like the sports selling Nerf balls. I think they make a joke about. He wants to be. He wants right. out of that sort of lowbrow. He wants to get in the luxury market. He's trying to sell some diamonds. They sort of a De Beers Damn type straight. company. So right. his thing is. If he can somehow, this is a thing. If he can make a woman yeah. fall in love with him within ten days, he can have that account. Right, which makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, they they come they come upon this plan some in some fucking wacky business meeting that yeah. I don't know they they make it with they the, make it work in a for, in the sake yeah. of the plot. With Robert Klein is there? Um, is his boss? Is that who that guy is? Yeah, yeah, who I just assumed was dead, but I guess he's still alive. Okay. Uh, that's, as an aside, <laughs> no. um, and his his coworkers sure. there's there's New Jack City's Michael Michelle, uh, and yeah. yep. some other woman who you guys knew her name and I didn't. Yeah, she's like a Israeli supermodel or something. Yeah, so there's like two hot models dressed like they're in Men in Black, mm-hmm. and they're his adver- his work adversaries. We've all got them, you know. Yes. And they somehow know about the how to lose a guy in 10 days situation going on at Cosmo. Because they were, exactly, because they were at a meeting, because they're, uh, something to do with advertising. They were at a composure office and overheard something, right? I think they were actually introduced to Kate Hudson's character and B.B. Newworth was like, she's writing about how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah, okay, so they knew about it, right? Mm -hmm. They were aware. Yeah. And then the movie's just... All exploits from there because it's... It really is. But when they're at the... How does it happen? They're at like a banquet or something? They're at a restaurant. Like a club. He crashes their work meeting because he wants in that's on That's what it the, is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Because he's sort of this cocky, arrogant guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder what, he, I wonder what he's like, IRL. Like, I know he... McConaughey? Yeah. I know he smokes weed and plays bongos or whatever, but... I mean, I want to think that he's like pretty cool guy. Did you did you see the beach bum? Uh, no, you've mentioned it though. Oh, we've talked about it. Yeah, you know what? It's fucking good. Everybody should go see it. All right. It's fantastic. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So that's basically the movie. Uh, it kind of unfolds the exact way you would imagine it. Uh, it should, and there's really no uh, surprises. But the chemistry. And that's the podcast. <laughs> but the chemistry is alive with electricity. I I think. Well, they're both good leads. Yeah. Two really strong leads. Two fantastic leads. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's every in every scene and trying to uh, scare him away with antics and including. She comes on strong. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite scenes is when she's sort of introducing a lot of her things into his apartment. Yeah. And she's setting up the uh, CD player. <laughs> she's, <laughs> and like, she's like, Cheryl. Cheryl, Fiona, Sinead, Jewel, Carly, gang's all here. <laughs> Just so funny. I, th- I think Kate Hudson was really, really good in this. She's really, really good in it. Yeah. She's fun. She's, she's on her Fabletics hustle now. That's like her... Oh really? What does that mean, Fabletics? That's like her company. I think it's like like supposed to be like a cheap equivalent to Lululemon. It's like fast fashion exercise. Mm-hmm. I see. I almost bought some shorts from them, but I was just like, the symbol is too big. 
Because <laughs> they did look like they'd be really good for like playing tennis and stuff. Maybe we should get some Fabletics gear. Maybe we should use this podcast to leverage some free shit. I would. I would. I'm gonna say right now. What have we gotten from this podcast so far? Nothing. That's, Jim keeps saying Jack he's shit. Get us these sponsorships. Absolutely right now, nothing. Twenty-two followers on Twitter. That's what we've gotten from this podcast. Get yourself. Okay? Get your. Let's get us some Fabletics. I'm sick of working out in fucking scrubware. Okay. You know what? I'm sick of working out in Levi jeans and a Wrangler top. All right? I need some something I can move around in. Yeah, you're getting you got chafing all over okay? your body. I'm okay? sick of working out in, in rain boots. It's like you're working on a sheep farm. You're just like <laughs> You smell like shit. That's right. Yeah. I know. I'm tired of it, frankly. I'm sick of it happening for you. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say right now real quick? Something that's chopping my ass. You do not have to like rom-coms to like this podcast. You can listen to it. Did someone tell you they don't like podcasts? No, I just want to make this this quite clear, okay? This is a podcast for everybody. Yeah, and there's a lot of our friends who I know for a fact have not listened to this podcast. And this is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Some of them may be in this room. Producer Jim. <laughs> He's never heard it. Some of them may be 10, 15 feet away from me. <laughs> yes, Funniest people want to be. Yeah. And everybody, guess what? Everybody fucking like, likes rom-coms, whether you, whether you want to admit it or not. So this, this, come, out, come along. Yeah. Hop, hop on the train. We're, we're going for a ride, everybody. Being contrarian isn't cool anymore. Oh, it's, it's not it's cool. 100% uncool. Yeah. It's uncool. So 2014. 12. 12. Yeah, it's in the past. It's passé. It's very passé. So they're driven by career ambitions that are uh, wildly unprofessional and unethical. Yes. This is true. So that's, that's an interesting, interesting take. There's a lot of uh-huh. sort of professional ethics in the genre. This is like we, I think we did, we've sort of already touched on it, but like that's true. There's so many tropes of things that we've seen in other movies where it's just like, okay, so there's like first thing would be sort of relationship built on lies. Uh, there's journalists. I mean, you think you think of like ten things I hate about you. There's like a, there's like a bet element. There is yes, like. Yes. Um, you know, how many movies have we had that have had a journalist in it? Honestly, it's been Sleepless in Seattle, which even is mentioned in this movie. They go to a screening of Sleepless in Seattle. They go to a movie theater that plays exclusively rom-coms. <laughs> Did you see From the like marquee? Ten... Is that what it was? <laughs> it was like, it was Sleepless. Yeah, it was Sleepless. It was Harry, When Harry Met Sally, and it was another one. Wow. It's like the Nora Ephron. Yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was, uh... It's funny, the guy at the movie Showcase. theater made me think of the dude from Portrait of a Lady on Fire when I was at my screening of that. Oh so that guy, I was just like, I was like, man, what if I had said something to that guy? He probably would have like The change guy? Yeah. yeah, the change guy. That's what I thought of when I saw him. Oh, uh, so funny. Yeah, <laughs> that huge, scary, sensitive man. I know we this pod didn't make it to air, but another journalist movie was My Best Friend's Wedding. Exactly. Yep. Was there a 27 dresses? 
Yeah. 13 going on 30. She worked at a magazine, too. I don't know. I think there was a journalist in singles, but one of the characters worked in advertising in singles. That's true. Uh, I'm sure there's... What movies am I for? Sleepless in Seattle, I think I already mentioned there was a journalist. Yes. What else did we yep. watch? Meg Ryan was. Worked for her newspaper. Lockdown already black. I already ba- blacked that movie out. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's gone. It's it's miles away for me. Death Becomes Her. Right, there's a writer. Well, you should, I feel like we should mention that Death Becomes Her. It's, you know, it's the mom. It's Goldie Hawn. Oh, yeah. Kate Hudson's mom. That's right. Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Kate Hudson's mom. Yep. We love her. How'd you guys feel about the uh, sidekicks? Like, the, like, uh, Thomas Lennon and uh, Adam Goldberg oh, yeah. were Thomas sort of the, the Hebrew uh, Hammer, the friends, Matthew McConaughey's co-workers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought they were great. They're they're perfect. They were perfect in this role. They're, they were kind of underdeveloped, I thought, but they were good. They were just sort of there. It's like almost like it's one of the another like super self-aware, like almost satire of rom-com like yeah. level of like every character is like placed perfectly in this roles. It definitely felt like kind of in many ways like a very classic movie it felt like it could have been something with like like a exactly. billy wilder movie or like it agree. could have had like Cary grant in it it had, had like a very classic sort of like send up to it you know who my you guys know who my favorite character was in the movie new york city i think okay oh fuck off <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if it was a character well, they go they go to staten island where his southern family lives yeah exactly his southern family lives in staten island that the, i really liked that family they, they, they were... play a card game called bullshit yeah bullshit well she liked that family too that's why what... yeah it's kind of what sealed the deal for her adam goldberg wears mark ruffalo's t-shirt his cbgb <laughs> t-shirt uh from a year before that's right um it, or wait, pri- was this pri- movie the, probably the same that? wardrobe same year i believe same wardrobe person, too. Same. Okay, yeah. Honestly, I think it was the same costume designer. Just gave him Mark Ruffalo's shirt. I could use more Thomas Lennon. Uh, Goldberg was also wearing a shirt that just said Williamsburg. <laughs> I saw that. I saw, it, said, it said Williamsburg, New York. Yeah. Well, I was like, okay, so in 2003 or whatever. Williamsburg, Williamsburg was, was really cool. Yeah, it might have. It was up and coming. And he was like the art director or something. Yeah. Of, he mm-hmm. was like he was like the artistic guy. He's like a proto-hipster. Yeah. Yeah. Which everyone knows people in Williamsburg were just like walking around with shirts that said Williamsburg. So you could tell that they were. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this guy's totally. seen LCD sound system, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. More, and, than, exactly. more than once. Whatever. Yeah, on sure. Kent. 285 Kent. Playing a 285 Kent. Have you guys ever been to. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Do you ever. Uh... I've been to Williamsburg, yeah. Good. <laughs> <Is that laughs> <you're> gonna... <laughs> You guys ever been to Williamsburg? I was gonna ask if you've been to to uh, his restaurant, to, his restaurant, uh, Four Horsemen. Who's Goldberg? Adam Goldberg's? No, no. Uh, uh, what's his name from LCD Sound System? Oh, James Murphy. Yeah. Um, no, I have not. I saw that Adam Goldberg. It's Adam Goldberg, right? Yeah. He yes. had a beef on Twitter with Adam F. Goldberg, who is apparently the executive producer of the hit sitcom The Goldbergs. I didn't catch the details of what the beef was Whoa. about, but I think it was just based on people getting them confused. Mm. <laughs> well, Jim, if you could look that up for us, get more, <laughs> more. Yeah, that that sounds like some interesting beef. I mean, <laughs> uh, Adam Goldberg must not have I, much going on these days. I haven't seen him in a while, right? No. I feel like I he would be on like Big Bang yeah. Theory or some crap, like some. CBS yeah, exactly. It's like CBS. Sitcom. He'd be on CBS. Exactly. He'd be definitely on CBS. I could see him as like a. 
as like work like a um like a like a csi sort of like lab oh wow okay kind of guy in like one of those shows like a wise the the sort of quirky mortician or something who makes wise quirky mortician in like law and order yeah exactly that's a good role for him (laughs) quirky mortician who makes wisecracks that's that's such a good that's a character it's a character it's a real character yeah seeing anything there jim he looks like he's really looking it up but he's actually not he's not he's not looking he's looking (laughs) on amazon he's like a tiktok he's like a tiktok burritos oh yeah so he so adam goldberg tweeted that the goldbergs was like changing its slot and was going to be airing it at such and such time which was actually a show that he like worked on jim gower adam goldberg or Adam F. Goldberg. So he's yeah. trying to steal their fan base. Yeah. By deceit. Interesting. Very interesting. So we should talk about maybe some of the things we sort of hit on. It, some of the things she did to try to drive him away. So she called his penis... Um, Princess Sophia. Princess Sophia. Yep. Uh-huh. Which, uh, well, I'm not sure why that matters. But um, she also... Have you guys? Uh, she, you guys ever? She crashed poker night. <laughs> we're gonna she crashed poker night. She she pretended to be a vegetarian. I was asking you guys. You guys ever named your penis? You know, I never thought to. That's um, funny. I came up with some names for both ears. <laughs> you guys want to hear them? Let's <laughs> watch a movie. Okay, I can't wait. Let's hear it. All right, I got I got like four for each of you. Um, okay, perfect. So the first one is for Bill. I got. Bony Hawk, because I do know you like to <laughs> skateboard. I do uh, shred. The shredder, the shredder, because you shred, you play guitar, yep. you skateboard. Uh, nice, Merv, the shredder. Merv the Perv, um, that's your middle name. <laughs> and then just Mervin, B- that's right. Billy's Boy. Billy's it's, Boy, I like. not very good. And Jim, you no, want to... it's cute, though. Producer Jim, I got one, just call, just call your, your Willie the Intern. Uh, I got another one. You just call it the "I'll see what I can do," <laughs> and then I got one. And this is in parentheses: is you better bring your, and then outside of parentheses, you just call it a game because you like to threaten okay. us with you better bring your a game every you time. You better bring your a game to this fucking pod. And the last one is sort of a nod to your uh, Columboness. Just call it call it the detective. Ooh. I so like that. Thought, that's got a little thought, bit of mystique thought, to it. Yeah, I thought those of you guys were looking yeah. for names for your job. Bony Hawk is but, yeah, that's <laughs> so <out> stupid. <laughs> 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 Fuck! I wish I w- next episode I'll bring some. Uh, I'll think of some for you, Chris. You know who was named Sexiest Man Alive by People's Magazine in 2005? Matthew McConaughey? That's right. Matthew McConaughey was. <laughs> that seemed like a pretty easy question, honestly. <laughs> that was a pretty easy one. <laughs> Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg. <laughs> Thomas Lennon. I could use more of him. I think he's really funny. Yeah, I love him. Reno 911, I think, premiered in 2003. So this that, that, had, oh, been, wow. that had been out. That's your favorite show, right? I fucking love that show. I've been, wow. I've been watching that for years. I uh, love it. Would recommend. He was also on, a, on an MTV show that actually I'd never heard of. He was on the state, wasn't he? He was on the state. Yeah, he was. He was part of the state. Oh wow. Yeah. 
You never heard of the state? There's so many, so many, so many people are part of the state. I forget who. Yeah, Showalter, Michael Ian Black, David Wayne, all those guys. But then all the other people that were a lot of the Reno Nine One One people were. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys? That's that. But I remember that show being really funny. Oh yeah. I sort of like lump. I sort of lump it together with like Mr. Show in my mind. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same era of like like, alternative comedy. Like exactly like alt sketch comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which you can't really say alt before anything anymore because it's sort of ruined by the yeah it's funny i was gonna the category i was gonna do that i didn't was gonna be all right all right alt right <laughs> but i just like i couldn't do it i just couldn't bring myself yeah. my whole thing was i was gonna like when it came to do the alt right questions like when i was like uh-huh. you guys pick a category and like when you guys be like i guess i'll just do alt right i was just gonna be like the fuck's wrong with you i didn't write any questions for those assholes <laughs> you know what i mean but that was like the punch that would have been but funny i just good. couldn't it was too hard. Yeah, too no, hard. it's not worth it. It's too hard. Uh, I really liked the line, who's that chic Buddhist Richard Gere is always hanging out with? <laughs> the Dalai Lama. I don't remember that line. That's really funny. Like, you mean the Dalai Lama? Who said that? Her editor. B.B. North. Yes, from Fraser. Did you say that? Fra- yeah, Fraser and Chief. That's what I know her from. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of dug. There was like a Keith Urban song uh, that I thought was pretty tight on the on the soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, it was like when she he's like teaching her how to ride a motorcycle. They're on like the Staten Island boardwalk. Does Staten Island uh, have a boardwalk, sure. or is that supposed to be? I'm sure it's got. Some, or something. It's got a lot of waterfront. Let's be That's honest. That's true. It's an island. Oh. Mm-hmm. There was like a Keith Urban song that I like looked up, and it's like the first song on the soundtrack on Spotify. So I feel like it was probably for made for the movie. Cool. But I kind of got Keith Urban and Toby Keith confused. And I was just like, whoa, this dude. I can't. Maybe maybe can't Toby Keith's there. not all bad, you know? And then I was just like, oh, no, that's a dude that's like, looks like an alien that's married to uh, Nicole Kidman. That's that's Keith Urban. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so who's Toby Keith? Is Toby he, Keith was like is the he married racist to one. Gwen Stefani? No, no. You're thinking of, no, you're thinking of Blake, Blake uh, <laughs> yeah. Shelton. Blake, Blake Shelton from American Shelton. Idol. Yeah, uh, true, true. <laughs> this is actually. This is, I think this is gonna. This is a good lead into the game. I think. Incredible. Imagine. I love Gwen. I imagine. I. I really love Gwen. What's she doing? Maybe. Maybe Blake Griffin is cool or whatever his name is. Blake Shelton. What is? What's is this Kate game? Hudson. Christine? Well, Kate Hudson was married to the guy from the fucking Black Eyed Peas. Remember that? From the Black Crows. Or Black <laughs> Crows. <laughs> Either way, she was married to him, and then she also dated. Somebody else from Muse. From Muse. Yeah. You know, I looked up a song recently because I was like, what the fuck? That song is so like 2001. Yeah. I was like, is it Interpol? Is it like, you know, something like that? And it was I fucking think, Muse. Was it, so it, was, where, it was okay. I feel like the first Interpol It might have been when I was watching Entourage. The what? I think the first Interpol album is actually pretty good. Yeah. The first Interpol album is good. I bought it at Tower Records in 2002. So on um, that note, I made a game that is okay. about... It's like a whom, whom, whomst, but it's like a nepotism edition, and it's about people with famous parents. And I, I love will that. say, just as a general statement, mm-hmm. just, in ge- just in general, I noticed mm-hmm. a lot of actresses who have famous parents are connected to very mediocre musicians. Interesting correlation. It's a theme, including, I don't know what the, I don't I like know, this research you've done. But I, this is, there's some theory that still needs a name that we're going to work <laughs> on. Um, but let's but play, this is guys, a who, whom, whomst uh, style game? 
or it's a whom 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 style game, which is just devolved into like me. Long time listeners of the show know what that means. And this one, I think, honestly, the way I framed it, you guys should be able to get all of the answers right, but it's still just fun. I can't so, wait. I'm really looking forward to it. I think the first one should go to Jim. All right, perfect. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to go like oi, like he's not British, but I kind of want to do it in British accents. It's like you know, I'm rapping, but it's like yeah, please do. I come from Turner and Hooch to get in ganja and cooch. I got bars for days. I speak in Rastafari ways. An empire, I played Blake, but I was acting. That shit was fake. I'm the son of Hollywood royalty. Y'all can't be ignoring me. My brother Colin is hella boring. Oh, shit. Well, it's Chet Hanks. Best believe I got stacks in the bank because I'm motherfucking... Chet. Say it, Jim. Who is Chet Hanks? No, you don't say who because it's like because I'm mother. I got stacks and everywhere. Chet Hanks. What I think Bill will do better at the format. Uh, right, Bill's one's for you. Okay, my daddy rolls with Trump, but when I speak, girl, don't interrupt. If you want to raid this tomb and you're trying to put a baby in this womb, you gotta wear my blood around your neck or be hot as heck. Yeah, my papa is a creep and a Republican sheep. I played Master of the Tiger in Kung Fu, Panda 1, 2, and 3. Bitch, I'm... My flow is a little off on that one, I will confess. I don't know if that was my, the problem. I don't think... My daddy rolls with Trump. But yeah. when I speak, girl, don't interrupt. If you want to raid this tomb, and you're trying to put a baby in this womb, you got to wear my blood around your neck... Or just be hot as heck. I know. Yeah, my papa is a creep and a Republican sheep, but I played Master Tigress in Kung Fu Pandas 1, 2, and 3. Angelina Jolie. Bitch, I'm oh, Angelina Jolie. Fuck. Yeah. Isn't your dad... Um, John Voight. What's his name? Yeah, John, yeah, John Voight. Voight. He's like Trump's favorite actor. Oh my God, hilarious. And he's a Republican. Jim, this one oh, 100%. is... 100%. This one, again, I'm in character here, Jim, so when I'm saying a lot of personal things about you on this one, just take it as... You know I've never seen Midnight Cowboy. That's cool. I'm that's walking him, right? here. Yeah, it's him and uh, Dusty Hoffman. Old Dusty? Little I'm Dusty? walking here. I love Little Dusty. <laughs> Producer Jim thinks I am whack, but I think he is crap. Tell him I think he is a chump. And he should drink a warm glass of shut the hell up. Hey, producer Jim, reality bites and so do you. You think you're a model? You belong in the zoo. Yeah, my parents are comedic geniuses, but so what? I was in Royal Tenenbaums and your butt. My success is killer. Jim is filler. Back off, little bitch, because I'm Ben Stiller. There you go. There you go. Nice. You're doing good. Are these too much? Is this just too much now? No, I love is this. this. No, this is good. Too much? <laughs> this is good. No, these are fantastic. All right, All right Bill. Okay, me I'm and ready. my BF, me, me and my BFF took rom-coms temp, and it is hot. I thought life was simple, but it is not. Me and Cam are married to identical men. I got Joel, and she's rolling with Ben. How they did this is a mystery to me. Like my pops when he was dancing on the ceiling. Don't get it fucked up. Don't get it twisted. I got a famous dad. That's how I did this. Put respect on my name before I get bitchy. Bow down to me haters because I'm... Nicole Richie? 
Yeah, there you go, player. I thought, it, I thought yes. it was going to be Cameron Diaz. What's a cam in me? She's married to Benji. Like, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other I, good I Charlotte. Missed, I, I heard that. I heard, the, I heard the good Charlotte thing. And I was so like, me and Cam are married to identical men. Okay, I, mean, I, okay. I, I, miss, those, I miss the Cam. Those guys are twins. I would pay all of the money that I that I have to my name to be a part of that double date. <laughs> here's here's 800 bucks and <laughs> yeah, here's 860 dollars and uh it doesn't even cover your portion of the tab <laughs> yeah, right because you know we're going to fucking it's lifestyle shit in malibu dude lifestyle's rich in the famous you know we're going to nobu in malibu nobu for sure okay jim you got this one mm-hmm. nepotism is a funny game i got my mom's looks and my dad's name my man likes the daughters of actors. I'm number two. The first one was just practice. But me and G ain't got no beef. We hit the wellness like Chet hits the Keef. I'm neither <laughs> north nor south. I get Bill harder than Bronson. I'm hot as fuck. I'm... Dakota Johnson? Hell yeah. There yes. You there you go. Queen. I know Bill's a big fan. That's why I... Yeah, she's, she's great. All right, Bill, last one. Kidding me? Last one. I'm 6'4 with a rockin' crop. In the original Insomnia, my dad played a cop. My word is bond and my blood is true. I was in Big Little Lies and Zoolander 2. Hmm. I'm so hot that a generation would kill. Just to watch me shirtless, what a thrill. Have I mentioned that I'm 6 feet 4? So tall and sexy it can be a chore. Like my name, great. Smash so hard you'll need a mouth guard. I'm a tall drink of water. I'm Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, there you go. Damn. <laughs> Smash so hard you'll need a mouth guard. <laughs> I can't believe I am saying that on a podcast. It's hard yeah. to find something that rhymes with Skarsgård. He's got oh. bars. <laughs> That's beautiful. Beautiful rapping. Beautiful. Thanks. Uh, beautiful game. Thanks. I'm, Thank you for that. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> it was embarrassing for me. Smash so hard, you're gonna need a mouth guard. <laughs> oh, very fun. Very fun. We like having fun on this podcast. We, we like fun, and we know how to have it. We, those are two two truths. Damn straight. What did um, you guys think of the basketball scenes? I thought they were fun. Did you recognize any of those any oh, of those yeah. players on the court? The, Oh yeah, Mark Jackson, Alan Houston, uh, Bobby Jackson. Are we around? Are we around Lynn Sanity time, or this is way before? No, Lynn no, Sanity. this is earlier. It's earlier. When was Lynn Sanity? It was, it's like 2014, maybe. 2012, oh, 2013. Yeah, that's more recent. More recent. 2013, 2014. Yeah, I do think. I don't know anything about the Knicks. I guess they just have that um, that insane uh, owner who like plays James uh, who has a band. Yeah, have you ever heard his music? No, what's his band? Uh, JD in the straight shot. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll like open up for Bob Seger at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, so. like anytime. Yeah, and he's got this song. Yeah. Um, I should. I would recommend checking out because he's he's like a notorious piece of shit. He's like considered the worst mm-hmm. owner in professional sports. He's like, they recently kicked yeah. a fan out of the game for wearing a Ban Dolan shirt. Like he kicked he kicks people out when they criticize him. I had a friend who went Incredible. to some event he did in L.A. And was just like wearing a shirt of something and got kicked out, but he, what? Um, so yeah, so here's here's the story with him is he's a total piece of shit and like he's 
he like has his band JD in the straight shot and they like mm-hmm. like the band is all just like obviously like professional musicians. They pays a bunch of money to, you know. And oh, so there's sure. a great yeah. clip of him on a I think the song he plays on a morning show playing the song called I Should Have Known. Okay. Which is about his good friend or former good friend, uh, Harvey Weinstein. And it's just like, oh, I should have known, I should have known. I want to look up some of the lyrics. Oh, my God. God. A Me Too, a Me Too era rock and roll ballad. Yeah, I should have (laughs) known. I should have known my disgusting pig of a friend was a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else knew. This is uh, somehow I found the ballad of Jacob Marley. I don't know, where's the I should have known lyrics. You know, here we go. He's like, we were friends, we were friends, talked for hours without end about his latest story, how to deal with fame and glory. All the girls who adored him catered to his every whim. Nothing he could lose. All he need to do was choose. I should have known, I should have known, I should have thrown myself across the tracks. Stopped him from these vile attacks. I should have known. We believed and didn't see through the lies he told us all. They led him to his endless fall. I should have known, I should have known. And then there's just like, this is, I'm on like the genius page. There's just like a picture of the two of them together. So it's just like, you know, you, you did know, you dumb fuck. Yeah, you fucking idiot. He's like his veneers. <laughs> just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Is it, is it, is it going to be copyright infringement if we add this part <laughs> to the podcast? Hey, if if there is one person... Is that who, note for note? If there's one person who is wealthy and petty enough to sue us, it is James Dolan. There is. Yeah. I hope we get sued by James Dolan. That's the object. I would love to get sued. <laughs> yeah. That's Please our new, come get us. new goal for rom-com is to get sued yeah. by James Dolan. Come, come just try and sue our ass. That, yeah. That'll be our big boost. I did notice those early 2000s Kings, we're going to talk about that for a second. I like really loved those teams because like I hated the Lakers and their Lakers foils, which also 2004, sure. you're the Pistons one. Shout out going to work Air Pistons. Shout out Chauncey Billups. Shout out to yeah. Rip Hamilton. Shout out Ben Wallace. Gang, ben Wallace, Wallace, of course. Of course. Baldwin Lies. Lie. Rashid Wall's sun tattoo, I think, is really the most iconic tattoo in sports. It, it might be. Yeah, it might yeah. be. Sheed. That and Gary Trent Jr., uh, current Toronto Raptors ski mask tattoo, which I think is really cool. Which what really, is it? He's just got a ski mask tattoo. On his face? No, no not <laughs> on his face. On his arm. It would be sick if it was covering his face. Um, yeah, just like a ski mask tattooed on your face. <laughs> it would be so intense. Yeah, 2004. Where were you guys doing in 2004? 04, I was in freshman year of high school. Well, I graduated in 04. I was freshman year of college. Oh, fall of 04. Damn, you old ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, but I'm dumb. Don't worry just about playing, it. Just playing, just I'm, playing. I'm old, but I'm dumb. I'll tell you what. In 2004, I was definitely like smoking weed every single day. Mm-hmm. And like seeds with seeds and shit in it. Oh yeah, sh- just total swag, Mersh. Listening to Radiohead. Uh, crap. Yeah, I think in 2004 I was like into like kind of like I don't know, like Death Cab for Cutie and some like real like emo indie sort of bright eyes vibes. Maybe a little Modest Mouse. Absolutely. Oh, f- modest I think Float Mouse. On probably was coming out in 04. That was like Float yeah. On era. 
I think that was kind of the end of Modest Mouse for for, for everyone. <laughs> those I do think those like like Lonesome Crowded West and like uh what's the one with Third Planet on it and Moon in yeah. America. I think those are yeah, good stuff. Those are good. I, like I haven't listened to them in a long time, but I think those are good. I think those probably hold up. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. That's good music. Yeah, I agree. I thought that the way that he was eating lobster was completely fucking dis- disgusting. I thought that was a wild, that was a wild idea what for a weird a first, first date. It's like let's just eat this disgusting. Let's not. I mean, it's delicious. Oh my like, god! Let's eat in the most disgusting way possible. It was foul the way he was eating lobster and spitting and throwing the <laughs> shells and that. God, I guess if you're that hot, like you just kind of do anything you want, and people are just like, oh my god, he's hot. Like the way that he like sucks like lobster, like yeah. he's hot doing that. It's like no, it's actually just gross. So they eventually become wise to each other's plans, right? She writes an impassioned piece in in uh, whatever Cosmo, whatever was I? Yeah, composure. Composure. Thank you. And they realize they're both kind of in love with each other, uh, even though they were, you know, using one another. There's a lying to each other. Yep. And the best fucking thing in the whole movie, best scene, McConaughey gets on this on his motorcycle. He sounds hard. Cue gin blossoms follow you down. And I whew, I jumped. I jumped off the couch. I did a kick, huge high kick. Wow. Did oh, you really? I got so excited. I just did you like knock over the head banging? Yeah, dude, it was it was that really, that scene hit for me. The Gin Blossoms are good. The Gin Blossoms hold up more than most bands from that era. They're from like Tempe, right? Or something weird like that? Or like yeah, a, I think they're desert dudes. Desert boys. But I think maybe one of the guys is originally from Detroit. For real? I don't know. I think I maybe asked me God, that I up. hope that's I'm true. Sure. I love that. I love that interesting tidbit. I would love that too. Jim, can you look that up for us? I'm on it, yeah. You know, it was I uh, was uh, driving the other day down Woodward, Chris' house. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to drive by Chris's house. Yeah. And I uh, noticed, you know, the six mile in Woodward, you got the big, the the strip club there. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, big letters, it said, yep, in big letters, it says, fully nude, full kitchen. Okay. <laughs> So it makes you think yeah. the kitchen. I was working in the kitchen. I so got so excited. I thought maybe this whole kitchen staff would be fully nude. Okay, they're cooking you. Yeah. They're cooking you freaking filet mignon, some mashed potatoes. Then no, no deep fryer in that kitchen. Completely <laughs> nude. Okay? No deep fryer. They don't even. No these guys fryer. don't even have Crocs on. Yeah. They don't even have clogs. Uh, maybe they have those big tall white chef hats, but that's about it. <laughs> Um, so have you guys ever seen, I'm going to name a few of these recent uh-huh. McConaughey performances. Have you seen The Lincoln Lawyer? No. No, I'm familiar with it. I've seen his Lincoln commercials. I've seen his Lincoln commercials I've seen his too. Lincoln commercials, yes. <laughs> I've seen those. Uh, but not the movie. Have you seen Ed TV? That's from 1999. So oh, yeah. That's what. Of course, yeah. With uh, Helen Hunt. That's right. 
He was also in Contact, Jodie Foster, or Robert yeah. Zemeckis movie that I have heard is so I've good. I've just never seen it. Saw it in the theater, bitch. Dude, it was from 1997. You drove your little ass over there? Drove your little I, ass to the AMC? I That's when I had the dirt bike. I drove the dirt bike, and, <laughs> and my, my babysitter slash girlfriend at the time, uh, <laughs> Jesse uh, Smith, <laughs> the name I just made up, and... So you took that little thing on a freaking 94 yeah. all the way down to... 15. Do, uh, no, we, never 15 mile. We, we went to Eastland Mall. Eastland Mall. It was me and my high school girlfriend. I was in third grade, fourth grade. I don't know. I don't, this is just too... You were in third grade, had a high school girlfriend. I was... Advanced. But I was 13. So it was very <laughs> confusing, you know? I was dumb. Like I said earlier, I'm very dumb. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, what about frailty? You guys ever see that? movie guess who directed this movie bill paxton didn't Your give boy. you enough time to guess did i no you didn't um psychological that would have been, been my for the record that would have been my guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> i trust you there in interstellar anybody see that uh, yeah. yeah yeah no i didn't actually I've, I've tried watching it multiple times and every time christopher nolan film happened, yeah. okay what about uh dallas buyers club yeah he won the oscar Anyway, I could keep naming McConaughey movies, but what's the point? Um, what do you guys think? Let's rate this fucking movie. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah. How to make a podcast season in 10 episodes. I feel like there were some ups and downs with this as well, I'll tell you. I'd say. I, I mean, just like any other passion project you might have, it's going to have some good days and bad days for sure. For sure. Ultimately, you do it because you love, you love the craft and you love your co-hosts. That's why we pod. That's all, that's all I got. All I got going on in my life right now is our twenty-two Twitter followers. That's it. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to get some more Twitter followers. I'm talking to you, Matt Luther, who I followed but never followed me back. I'm talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm talking to you, other people that I follow that don't follow me back. Who are our followers? No, is I'm it, just playing. Is it we don't? Do we even have any like spam followers, or is it all just like people you know? Yeah, we got a couple like bots, like sexy bots or whatever. Cool. Very sick. Respect. Shout out to everyone grinding, being a bot and whatnot. Respect. For sure. Yeah. Shout out to all the bots. Exactly. But we do have a Twitter for all the listeners. Please, please check us out on Twitter and follow us. Um, or don't, because we really don't give a fuck. What do you guys think? Chris, out of 12 roses, what do you give it? Um... I'd probably say six. Hmm. Six. I could have, I could have seen a scenario where I was going to give it seven. I think it was a little too long. It was a little too long. It's about a half hour too long. It dragged. I got bored. This movie should not point. be two hours. Yeah. And it's quite frankly, they didn't really develop a lot of things enough. It was just the only thing this movie what was going for it was just like the lead performances were really good. Yeah, the chemistry and the lead performances. Yeah. Other than that, it was not a good movie. No. No. Six, I could, I could see a scenario in which I could have, maybe if I was slightly more engaged with it, given it a seven. But I think it's a six, mm-hmm. borderline seven. Yeah. Yeah. Charming, charming performances, good leads, but True. an uneven screenplay and fun sidekicks, good leads, fun side, yeah. fun sidekicks that didn't get enough time. No, I, I think yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie a. I think it's gonna get a six as well. I think that's actually really good, Chris. Thank you. Based on the... the you're welcome. The, the performances, the Gin Blossoms song, 
Shout out to Keith Urban. New York as a character. Greatest city in the world. Also, Catherine Hahn. We love her. And Adam Goldberg. I, I thought the sidekicks and the lead performances made this movie what it was. Did I say New York as a character yet? And yeah, that's a six for me. What about you, Jim? And also, shout out to James Dolan and the New York Knicks. <laughs> shout out to James Dolan. Shout out to JD and the Straight Shot. I'm surprised they couldn't get a song on the soundtrack. Yeah, honestly, they probably couldn't afford it. That would have bumped it up to a seven for me. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, if, that had been, if this had been a Miramax production, definitely would have had a JD and the Straight Shot song yeah. on there. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. not performance. I feel like they were filming in the same places as 13 going on 32. A lot of the, it was a very similar movie. Same wardrobe people. Yeah. And it even looked like similar, like the camera looked similar. It's definitely better than 13 going on 30. Yeah. Yeah, it's a better movie. Yeah. But was it better than 27 Dresses? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better than both. This, the lead performances are so much better. Does that mean I have to give it a 7? I mean, it, lead performances are so much better than 27 Dresses. Yeah. yeah. It's just more star power. It's more star power, yeah. Yeah. And more humor. I see why this movie was a hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I get yeah, it. I get it too. I get it. I get its appeal. Yeah, I, and the way that they made out in the last scene was pornographic. Did you guys notice that? It was like this very like tonguey sort of kiss on the bridge. Yeah, just thought I'd point that. Out. I guess I was the only one that was aroused by that. Anyway, Jim, go Did ahead. You, and I was going to ask zero you, and twelve you roses. Okay, I was going to ask if you were aroused and you answered. Were you talking Bony Hawk or what? <laughs> Sweet Jim, uh, like, twelve roses. Were, what you, were you doing a nine hundred or what? Like was. <laughs> I would say the X Games. Yeah, I could give this movie a seven. I think if I had been asked first, I may have just gone ahead and said seven. But yeah, there's just I like that you liked it. There's too many flaws. Like at first, yeah. like well, one like. The setup is just so absurd and so stupid that it, you have to mm-hmm. count that against the movie let's as a, a whole. Let's agree to disagree on that front. I thought it was pretty uh, realistic. Pretty realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought okay. it was pretty realistic myself. He likes realism. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, we've all been there, I guess. Yeah, um, we've all exactly. Oh, for sure. Who hasn't? I I was I was impressed by the the leads, and I thought they they carried. They carried the movie. I thought I I laughed multiple times. I don't know. I thought I thought it was funny. I don't know. Oh I, yeah, um, it's humorous. I yeah. Kate Hudson mostly was just like really funny. Yeah, I also was floored when you cried when the Jim Blossoms <laughs> motorcycle scene. I'm not kidding happened. when I tell you I literally kicked. I did a high kick. Ah, so I, so, I was yeah. singing along. I was audibly singing along. Oh for sure. So that was exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's but it's it's a it's got to be a six. It's just not a seven because there's too many. It's no. it's too long. There's just too much superfluous bullshit. There's just not enough character sure. development where you want it. Um, but it it has a it had a lot of lot of potential, and it it, it could have been an eight. I think. If, wow. If done. Yeah, I could true. I could see a world where it was would actually a good movie. I could see a world where that happened. Yeah. Have you guys ever right. started relationships just based on lies? Hmm. Not that I'm going to talk about on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> Man, I do feel like there's a certain <laughs> the level fuck would of you like, ask me that? <laughs> I do feel like people just like sort of 
willfully omit things, you know, <laughs> when you're like starting to date someone, you're just going, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm only going to show you what I want you to see. I mean, isn't that what the internet is? Like, it's like, that's what everybody's, everybody's Instagram, everybody's like dating profiles. Yeah. It's just like leaving so much out. Like that's, how do you start a relationship based solely on honesty and transparency? That's almost like more rare. I don't know. That's stupid. It was a stupid question. It wasn't. There's no such thing as stupid questions. You're one of the smartest guys I know. Thanks. Don't get down on yourself. Hey, thanks for asking any questions at all because, you know, okay. we're do here we, to give the people insights. Do people ever ask you stupid questions at work? Do people ask me stupid questions at work? Yeah. Is that your question? All yeah. fucking, almost exclusively. Are you kidding me? Every question is a fucking dumbass question. And I, like, do, and like, I answer with a smile on my face, just like I answered yours. Like what? <laughs> Like, like uh, out of curiosity, like, what kind of dumb questions do you get? Yeah, give me some, give me an example of a dumb question. That people ask at work? No, they ask, uh, are these carrots good? I'm like, are they good? What the fuck is that? Yeah, mean? they're good. Why the fuck would I put them out there if they're not good? <laughs> get out! He's like yelling them. Are they good? <laughs> you know, someone, asked, someone said the other day to me, they like, <clears throat> they were very, they were very like, skeptical of everything because of the price because uh, yeah, it's a gore it's, it's, it's expensive yeah. it's a hot it's expensive but that's because everything is local and you know sure intentional and every, for quality everything's for quality. made Absolutely. made quite well and very high quality so yeah that's what it is and everybody most people who come there know know that that's what that's what the story but some people are always like eh, what? why is this like this yeah this woman this you know older older woman was like got a few things and she says to me looks me in the eyes and says this better be good. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? Like a threat. This better be good, she says. Yeah. Before she hands me, you know, her MasterCard. Her, her black I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I hope it's good for you. Like, what the, or else what? Or else what? You going to come after me? <laughs> you just said that, dude. You should have gotten, you should have gotten my, you should take, I'm going to take my mask off. I'm going to, yeah. Particle blast. I just, I just really like that. This better be good. It's like, who the fuck says that? That's like completely unhinged and crazy. No, people things, say but. shit like that all the time. Even like, like it's not their choice to be there. Right. Exactly. You've literally pulled up into the parking lot, got out of the car, it's, came here. This better be good. Yeah. You better have an open mind, asshole. How about that? Because it's it how about that? Might be Live good. a little. Have some fun. Be positive. Smile a little bit. Live, laugh, uh, love. Be nice to your fellow. Uh, neighbors and um you know uh have a blast have fun be yourself love life um be kind that's pretty much what i have to that's say all. that's it Peace. might be it actually this is a good, this is yeah a, this is a good season are you guys when are we gonna do season two well before we get there chris i got one thing i want to uh tip the listeners off to what's that something i like to call and we do this every season, okay? The end of every season. <laughs> we like to do a... In the same way Hollywood likes to give out certain awards. The Oscars, uh-huh. the Golden Globes, the Grammys. Okay? The People's Choice Awards. Guess what we do on this show. Awards. Yep. MTV uh, uh, Music, Music Video Awards. Award. The, yep. Uh, the Nickelodeon uh, Kids' Choice Awards. Kids' Choice Awards. You get slimed. You get slimed, and guess what? I'm not. I'll play s- right now. I got too much dignity to get slimed. I think it could give you a little. <laughs> I think it would give you pizzazz. character. 
I mean, I could use some humbling, but I got I got a lot of dick. I, could, I think you could use a good slime, Chris. Look, for uh, a simple guy, I got a lot of dick. For a simple rapper from Detroit, I got a lot of dignity. For a simple poet. Um, hey, just a poet. What we're going to do is we're going to do, we're going to bring a little thing to this show called The Ramis. That's right. The Ramis are next week, baby. And we're going to give out some of the best ofs for this fabulous uh season of movies that we've watched and endured and it's a, bo- a bonus episode uh, appreciated a bonus episode for the patreon the award season episode okay for the patreon you all you patrons all you comrades join us next week for the first annual Ramis. it's going to be a blast where it's going to be awards there's going to be prizes chris is getting slimed you know you can you can always uh better not get slimed you can always count on chris getting slimed i'm running a tux i swear to god he's slimy and i don't get my deposit back you're not gonna be able to take that you're not gonna be able to take that fucking fucking uh h&m suit back all right we love you comrades Ah, it's men's warehouse thanks for joining us once again join us next week for the ramis it's gonna be a blast bye peace peace Rom Comment is a Blue Mind production. Music by Bill Lennox. 